All right, everybody, welcome to our first episode of, what are we calling it? I don't know, but Gio's wearing a Houston Rockets Hakeem Olajuwon practice jersey. Reversible. Reversible practice jersey, and this dude just walked by and goes, is that an Olajuwon jersey? <laughs> so, shout out to that guy. Yeah, that was great. That was like, that was actually Right, literally like seconds, seconds before we clicked record on this. That was what spurred me to start pressing record because yeah. I was like, oh, oh, that's the sign I needed. Like, we're ready. We can so start recording. So this, I mean, God's plan. So uh, this is uh, Giovanni talking, and this is... My name is Yaroslav. And I'm the Italian. He's the Russian, obviously. Anyways, I want to start off our first episode by me going on an absolute rant. I'm going to try to keep the expletives down, but... This, okay, so the story behind this... Hold on, wait. What? Should we cue the intro music? <laughs> What's the intro music? That was the intro music. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, wait, I just had him pause for a little bit, so I'm I'm assuming, if you're listening to this, I'm assuming that we somehow put the intro music in that space. Oh, right. Yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. Guys, bear with us. We're trying to learn as we go. Yeah, and the audio is going to be so messed up because we have a waterfall going in the background, and if we're going to put the intro, unless we can figure out how to overlay the intro music on top of the ambience of the waterfall. Otherwise, it's going to be like dead silent music and then return back to waterfall in the background. Either yeah. way, it's going to be bad, you know, the, the production value, but, you know, we'll yeah. do our best. You know? We'll see how it goes. We're not, we're not pros. Ron this. Sexuals, this next rant is for you. Yes, yeah, you may not like it unless you are a, uh, a level-headed Ron Sexual, which is an that oxymoron. That's that an oxymoron happen. in and of itself. Yeah. But I was having a, uh, I'm not going to give this guy, I'm not going to name this guy. You know, we're friends. But I, after this, I told him that I'm literally not going to talk basketball to <laughs> ever again. Because he is so emblematic of the stereotypical bronze sexual. All they know is their era of basketball, and that's the 2000s. That's all they know. They don't know anything before that. And in their opinion, anything preceding the 2000s are just a bunch of plumbers, and like fat white guys who wore Converse Chuck Taylors, even in the 90s. Very unsafe, know? very unsafe. Very, I, I do, we don't recommend wearing Chuck Taylors for, for basketball. Yeah. I, and that's another thing, if we're gonna talk at a, in a later discussion about the, you know, the 60s and that era, what would Wilt Chamberlain have been like today with just not even, let's not even like sports nutrition or meta, whatever the hell, but just proper footwear. How much more athletic would he have been if he wore like Giannis's shoes? You know what I mean? I, <laughs> you know, yes. I I can't even imagine. And you you I mean you can see fine footage of him like sprinting a court and yeah. doing it in like two seconds. Listen, flat. he like set the record for like his, the high jump at his school or whatever. Oh my! And then there's footage of him literally his hand going over the backboard. Yeah, he can jump that high. Yeah, what that, if you that put him in? That looks like a skeleton. Like that yeah. White, white, yeah, yeah, that's one of the craziest. He literally looks like Slenderman, and yeah. that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Just unbelievable. Anyways, yeah, so this guy, let's call him uh, AB. Huh? AB. Well, don't put the. I don't know if the guy's gonna listen to this. Hopefully, 
Hopefully. <laughs> well, no one else will know. Okay, let's call him AB. AB, okay. yeah. Um, and uh, I was bringing up, because he brought up how a 19-year-old LeBron, um, well, he says he'd rather, a, a, the better player goes more to, like, the, to the finals, and the better team wins more. So already he, this is, and this is a, my number one annoyance with Bron Sexuals, is they place the player over the team. Yeah. And I've always, I mean, I, of course, I'm, you're, everyone's going to know eventually that I'm a hardcore MJ fanatic. But what I've always preferred more and debating more are the teams. Like, which team would win against this team? Those hypotheticals. Because there's more nuances and variables and there's more comparison and all that kind of stuff but this guy he values the player more which you know is another component another trait of a bronze sexual which annoys the hell out of me he says he uh uh i can carry a team through regular season myself you need a team to win finals and so i said well then by that rationale jerry west should be considered better than kobe bryant and shaq and michael jordan and magic and bird and KD, and Steph Curry, <laughs> by that rationale, it makes zero sense. You have no logic to your argument at all. Um, and then uh, he goes on to say, I don't know who Jerry West is because I don't live in the past. Bird, wow. Bird was expletive. Magic had AIDS, so he's out. And so wow. I, I, when I read that, I was like, dude, I, you know, I was having an aneurysm reading that. Well, I, I was literally, literally just grasping for straws because he doesn't well, know any facts. He doesn't know any. Yeah. He doesn't know anything about basketball. Yeah. So it's one of those. Never mind what, a, you know, yeah, he's just one of those guys. And so uh, he was discrediting Steph. Steph had two good seasons, but cannot carry a team. Are you, what? Okay. <laughs> what? So who's carrying that team then? KD? Oh wait, they won without KD. Oh yeah, and they had the they had better the record season. without. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so I said, okay, I'm done with you. I'm never talking basketball with you ever again. <laughs> I thought the stereotype of broad sexuals not knowing basketball at all and disrespecting players of the past to worship LeBron's feet was just a stereotype. But you're proving that to be very true. Um, then he goes. He says, "Magic was I. The AIDS killed it for me." <laughs> what? Bird was not, listen to this, Bird was not anything special if he wasn't white. Exactly, in all capitals. That's how old Jerry West is. Who gives an expletive? Jerry West is literally the NBA logo. He, I, but he didn't know that. I said that to him, he's like, oh, I didn't know. <laughs> what are you talking about, dude? Like, if Bird, this is what he says, like, if Bird wasn't white, he wouldn't have been thought of as a great like that. He was the first great white player, though. First off, false. Bob Cousy, sorry about that. <laughs> I just literally I just, just spit on my. I lip. just, I just gave you the COVID yeah, direct you just injection. Gave me the Magic Johnson. <laughs> but Bob Cousy, uh, 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 Jerry West, obviously, and then who was that? That George Mikan. George Mikan, the first great center. Yeah. Obviously not. I mean, he had very few great seasons. Yeah. His, his career is pretty short, but that, I mean that's just that's just an incorrect statement. So, but this is this is an average, um, like an average conversation for Gio though, because Gio just loves talking MJ versus LeBron James. No. And hold on, hold on. Okay. So I'm gonna ha I'm gonna rant about this because Go every it. single day of my life, 
Gio brings, texts me, or calls me, or sends me, emails me, faxes me. <laughs> Literally, why Michael Jordan is better than LeBron. And I don't disagree. I, I, I think it's very clear that Michael Jordan is better than LeBron James. In every conceivable In every, way. Yeah, but it, it's the worst argument you could possibly have. Like I said before, it's like a dollar store argument. Like, people just, just bring it up. Just, well, let just me say this. Let me say this. The argument in and of itself is not a dollar store argument. It's become that because of how much it's been argued yeah. and by the people who have argued it. Exactly. Like first take, Shannon, and you know, also, Skip and I also that. think that it's a dollar store argument. Is because people start bringing up stats and they start bringing yeah. up their accomplishments and they start bringing up he did this in the finals. He did this in non-playoff games. He did this in playoff games. Yep. And for every stat and for every fact, there's a counterfact. Yep. Yep. And there's yep. so many different categories that you can yep. debate. And it's just, you can't. You'll can never be a winner aside from the fact that just, I, you know. Let me just, let me just say this. And I'm not, we're not going to get into MJ versus Braun. I don't want to. No, it's we'll, taboo. We can save Until, that for, for like a year from now. Yeah. Um, Where we'll have those stats that I was mentioning earlier. Yeah, plus I'd love to do a lot. I, you, know, you, know, you know me, I love to play devil's advocate. I want to go deep into LeBron and like make a case for him being the GOAT and then compare. Maybe we can have a guest like a Braun sexual on here so we can. Dem- only if it's not like the one that I had that. Ab? That yeah, not App, not AB, not a guy like that, but a guy who's done his research, who knows basketball, appreciates the history of the game and the evolution, all that stuff. Yeah. But let me just say this, without even bringing Jordan into the discussion, but just talking about, look, LeBron's gone to the finals nine times. He's won three of those times. Magic Johnson has gone to the finals nine times. He's won five of those times. Why is Magic not in the GOAT discussion? I mean, he is. Any, he is. any basketball purist would, should put him in that discussion. But they always put, it's always, now it's LeBron. LeBron is the hot topic. Everyone loves talking. I don't enjoy talking about it. It's just because it's talked about so much, it drives me crazy. How are you going to gloss over Kobe? How are you going to gloss over Magic? How are you going to gloss over Bird, who won three MVPs in a row, and the two years preceding those three MVPs in a row, he placed in the top three in MVP voting, and the year after his third MVP, he placed fourth in MVP voting. Like, Bird dominated in like a six-year, seven-year stretch. Same with Magic, in a very competitive league that was very much more physical. The game was purer, you know? It wasn't all just three-point shooting. Every, like what Popovich said in a stat, Popovich was lamenting after a game how much he doesn't like, doesn't even like the game nowadays. This is a modern day coach who's coaching the game today. Right. He says he doesn't like the game because now all you gotta do is for the stat line to see who won the game is who shot the most three point shots and who made the most three point shots. That's it. Never mind offensive rebounds, never mind, never mind uh, weak side turnovers. None of the analytical stats matter except for three-point shots. Well, see, I just think it would be so much more beneficial. And to me, I think it would be more fun to look at it from this perspective mm-hmm. instead of having, like, like who's the GOAT? You know, who's, this, who's, this, who's the second best player? Who's mm-hmm. the third best player? Why don't we acknowledge – like, see, I started thinking about this when Kobe died. And actually, it 
obviously it hit me very hard, just like it hit everybody hard. That when he died, like it was crazy. Like people that I didn't even know watch basketball came up to me and they were like, "Oh, have you heard the news?" And it was just like a national. It was like a national tragedy. It was crazy. I could ne- never even like imagine something like that happening. But when it did happen, I started thinking about it. Like we didn't really appreciate him when he was alive. So. Like, what's going to happen when, like, other people die? Like, why can't we why yes. can't we just say these are the GOATs? Like, Michael yeah. Jordan, LeBron James, Kobe Bryant, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, yeah. Will Chamberlain. You know, all these. Those these are, are the all GOATs. Yeah. First ballot GOATs. Exactly. So, yeah. like, why do we have, you know, there might be, you know, I don't, there's always going to be a debate who's the single number one player. But I just think we need to focus more and appreciate yeah. all of these players more because they be all grateful. Be yeah, grateful they all have done so much for the for the game. Yeah. Every single one of them. And they contributed in their own unique way and they changed the game for the better. Yeah. 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 And LeBron LeBron did that in ways that no other player today can do besides him, you know. Just because of his personality and what he does for the community and I, I'm really I'm a fan of LeBron. I'm just not a fan of when any player is overblown into like someone that's a player that you know. I don't like when people overblow things, and I like the facts and all that stuff. Anyways, I have another topic that I would love to talk about, and giving because now that we're, this is a perfect segue, giving respect to players of the past that. Are that you can see their DNA exists in players of today. So guys like Derrick Rose, who had one of my favorite seasons ever in his MVP season, just watching him play. His numbers weren't, you can make the case that LeBron probably deserved it more than him, um, even though he did lead that Bulls team to a great record from their previous season. And he had like the most improved season of any player that he was just incredible to see Especially with that, there was that sound bite he had where it was like, why can't I be the MVP of the league? Yeah. And then he ended up winning MVP, which was so cool. But guys like Derrick Rose, his DNA comes from guys like Kevin Johnson. Um, uh, and then guys like uh, Blake Griffin. You see Sean Kemp in him. And, um, obviously LeBron, I see a lot of Magic Johnson in him. Luka Doncic, he's like a think, hybrid. Who do you think would um, win, a young Russell Westbrook or a young Derrick Rose before he got injured? Oh, I gotta go with Derrick Rose. Do you think Russell Westbrook could dunk on Derrick Rose? Probably, yeah. Do you think Derrick Rose could dunk on Russell Westbrook? Probably, yeah. Yeah, they're similar builds. Yeah. I mean, Derrick Rose, I think is like four inches shorter, or no, two inches shorter. Um, but I think Rose was a, a little bit better of a shooter. His his outside game was a bit better. Yeah. Um, I think Derrick Rose is much more well-rounded player now. Sorry for the uh, plane, by the way. We're sitting outside, obviously. Yeah. We'll have to deal with this until we find, like, a... We actually try to rent out a room at the library, but... They're closed. Sorry, guys. I was about to to cuss. You're welcome. I didn't cuss. See, so yeah, Yaroslav, let's, let's say this. Yaroslav wants to be able to show this to his mom and to people and not have to, you know, listen. he wants to get sponsorships from, you know, Krispy Kreme. And, listen, and, if we uh, get sponsorships, and, maybe they'll give me free donuts <laughs> as well as some free money. Trust me, you don't need it. You don't need it. 
I'm not fat. <laughs> I work out. You just have interior pelvic tilt. I have interior... Uh, guys, listen. <laughs> listen, I know there's guys out there that don't know what's bothering them. Oh, so you're going to save them? I'm not going to save them, but... Th- they're gonna go. They're like, what is anterior pelvic tilt? Yeah. If you have back problems or something related to back, Google it. Maybe you'll have that. I'm not gonna go into it because this is not the podcast mm-hmm. for that. Yeah, that's what I have. I'm trying to fix it. Anyways, back definitely to related to lumbar lordosis. Anyways, <laughs> I'm using a basketball for lumbar support right now. Uh, and I'm not because I'm not a little B word that ends with an H, T H. Yeah, you know, it's got a it in the middle of it. You know. Rhymes with itch. <laughs> but yeah, I just, you know, I think players of, uh, or fans of today, young fans like AB, they gotta, they gotta, we need, they deserve, players of the past deserve, like you were talking before we started recording about David Robinson. And who, who did you compare David Robinson to? Uh, the comparison of David Anthony Robinson Davis. and Anthony Davis. That's a yeah. p- perfect comparison. The only thing I think it's that Anthony Davis has a way better shot. I don't think David Robinson had a... He actually had a good mid-range. Decent, yeah. He pulled it out once in a while. Yeah, and also that was in the era where mid-range forwards weren't... Or forwards, power forwards weren't, you know... It was more about footwork and getting to the basket. Yeah. Hakeem was really like the... Uh, he evolutionized that position by adding in the mid-range shot. Because before him, that wasn't... I mean, you would see guys like Carl Malone. Carl Malone had a decent... 15, 18 foot jump shot, but not like Hakeem. Hakeem changed that whole thing up. And Hakeem was like an undersized center. I always think of him as a as a pretty big power forward. I really don't think of him as a center. Even though he was seven foot, but he was pretty thin. When I think of a center, I think of guys like Wilt, Shaq, um, uh, Boogie Cousins, just like big guys who could bang down low. Hakeem didn't really bang down low. He was like a butterfly. He just spun around you. He flew around you. So that's another, you mentioned the name Carl Malone. I've always wondered why, like, he's the second leading scorer in the NBA. And yeah. no one ever talks about him. Mm. And then I didn't, I'm, I don't have cable at my house now. So I didn't get to watch The Last Dance yet. But I'm waiting. July 19th. July, July, July 19th. 19th. Stream that. That is going to win the Emmy. I don't know how many Emmys, but... But I, I read I, somewhere... I, wait, I swear oh. to God, if Tiger King beats Listen. The Last Dance... I, <laughs> Listen, I, I, for all, okay, so the most popular A bulldozer wouldn't be able to do enough, as much take. damage as I'm going to do to the wall, okay? Listen, have you seen Tiger King? I've seen, I watched the first episode. Listen, I was like, I'm not going to watch this. It's, I'm not Listen, gonna... I don't like the Tiger King. I don't like it. I don't. I don't like it. I thought I did not think it was like, like exciting to watch. Uh-huh. I thought it was very boring. Yeah. Um, everybody thinks that Carol Baskin killed her husband. I'm not convinced. Uh-huh. You can yell about it all you want. You can blame me. You can actually. You know what? I, we might get fans this way because of me talking <laughs> crap about Tiger King. So you know what? I don't. Who think would win in a one-on-one, Carol Baskins or or? Uh, 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 Brock, oh, no, that's a stupid fuck. I was trying to think of a, a hypothetical for Carol Baskins in like a Netflix kind of a way. See, this is dumb. This is a, that was a terrible. That was um, a terrible. Let's move anyways, on. Anyways, Carol Baskins didn't kill her husband, so. 
Did there's not? just not enough ev- there's not enough evidence. There's not enough evidence. And the dude was So wait, did, o- did OJ did OJ not kill uh, his wife? Was it his wife or his girlfriend? Whoever, whatever. The two people. No, I'm sure he did. I mean, I'm, I'm not like well. an OJ. I'm not an OJ. I, I <laughs> Listen. I I still couldn't speak English when that trial was taking place. So. In case you're just listening now, this is talking basketball. <laughs> <laughs> listen, we, we get on Listen, we got like 10 minutes into the first take and then I decided it wasn't good enough so we had to restart. Excuse me, we got 7 minutes and 59 seconds into it. Some solid 8 minutes. Solid 8 minutes. Yeah. Anyways, let's talk about something current that's going on in the NBA. Like how overrated and overhyped uh, James Harden is. Wow. We were we, talking about that on listen, the phone Listen, me yesterday. and G and Gio talked for like 30 minutes about our mutual dislike disdain. for James Harden. Yeah. 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 So my question to him was, do you think that James Harden is James Harden is all the rave right now? But scoring champion, but averaged what 36 points per game? For one for season. every one person that thinks he's the MVP, there's one person that absolutely hates him and mm-hmm. will just try to discredit him. Probably um, I can't think of, of a more can you think of a more controversial player than James Harden? I can't. I really can't. Controversial in terms of what? In terms of effectiveness, in terms of of Under, like unappreciated for the amount for the amount that his numbers show. Yes. His reputation. His. It might be very early to say, but Trey Young. Yeah, I, I wouldn't count Trey. I wouldn't count Trey because he's what. Wait, it's he's kind a of the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, I like, you know, no defense, just like James Harden. Yeah, but you can't. I would not fault Trey for that. I would actually he's not, fault. But he's not like. A, I mean, every I time fault, I just watch James Harden you know play, I, I just that? look at him like you're a douche. You're a douche. Language. <laughs> That's just what I think. Yeah, no, dude, I'm looks, dude. I'm with you like, on that. He and, is a baby back itch. If I've ever just, met one, you he know? is so boring just to watch. Itch that you so, can't he never get rid gives of. any interesting interviews. No how much he, he never found. says anything. The most interesting thing about him is his stupid beard. Yeah, like it will yeah. be. It will be very exciting for me if he shaved his beard. That would be the how, most exciting. How weak his jawline was, just like how weak his mid-range game is. That's how you. That's that's how that's how you beat James Harden. You make him shoot mid-range jumpers. Well, that's the thing he is, won't. he doesn't have a shot in the mid-range. He floats it up. He won't. Why would you float up a 15-foot shot? Develop. It's like you got once you watch the Last Dance documentary. There was a point where uh, it was footage from '98. Uh, the camera crew following him around '98, and uh, it was in the car with Ahmad Rashad. Or, I'm not sure, but MJ was talking about uh, what's his name, the Croatian guy. That um, they played in the '92 Olympics. Um, Kukoc, Kukoc, Kukoc was a famous left-handed shooter, and he would Tony. not. Tony Kukoc, there you go. And he would not be able to pass with his right hand because he's left-handed. And so Jordan was just talk, lamenting, uh, like just kind of like shit talking his own teammate behind his back, <laughs> savage. Saying how, like, I will never understand why Tony oh, can't. What's up, man? Not much. How you guys doing? We're well, yeah, all right, yeah. man. You all right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, he was just saying, I will never understand why. <laughs> I'll never understand why Tony won't just develop his right hand passing. Like, if I knew I was a bad right hand passer, I'd be practicing that all the goddamn day. Yeah, absolutely. Especially since you're getting paid millions and millions yeah. and millions and millions. James and millions Harden. Of dollars. James Harden. 
you are one of the most paid athletes in sports right now, especially in the NBA. You have all, the, your, your whole franchise revolves around you. And he's developing a one-legged oh fadeaway shot. Oh my God. That's what he's choosing to do with his time. Instead of- Wait, wh why? Look, look, I'm sure- Your step back shot is so effective as it is. Sorry, we're, by the way, we're filming this out at Country Club. I do not want to get kicked out for looking like a tall drink of ISIS. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> Alrighty. We're just we're on fire right now. No listen, pun intended. Listen, I'm ISIS. sure he can hit mid-range jumpers. <laughs> he like, can he hit refuses. He, refu he re blatantly refuses to yeah. do so. And he refuses to learn how to play peri I think perimeter was... defense. Refuses how to uh, develop an offense and to allow his team to to be part of the offense rather than just being uh, pawns on the side. Because that's what they are. They're literally just pawns waiting to, for him to get a shot. Well, that's why, I mean, if you watch Chris Paul, like, he was, that's why he was so unhappy. Because, like, he, Chris Paul is a superstar in the league. Probably top five point guards of all time. Top three point guards of all time in the NBA. And here he is forced to stand in the corner. Yep. While this other dude, who's technically not a point guard, he's not a point guard. Not at all. While he runs the offense by himself with no teammates. I wanted to pull up that picture I sent you, but all I'm seeing is the, all, no, not the porn that you keep sending me. I keep asking you not to send me the porn. But It's my it, cat. Don't it, make that joke. <laughs> I already know where it's <laughs> This is what I was going to pull up. Uh, it's a great stat. By the way, uh, if anybody listens to this, whatever, but if anybody does, follow the Fast Break on Instagram. It's a great, <laughs> it's a great account. I'm not part of it at all. I just think it's a great account because yeah. it's very informational and very fact-based. But this stat that they posted, ISO frequency, percentage of possession, possessions a team spends in isolation. Of course, no surprise, number one team is the Rockets. They spend 20% of their time on offense in ISO situations. The next team below them is the Portland Trailblazers, and they're at 10%. 10%. I would not think. And the this. 30th team in the league is at 3.1%. Yeah, the That's magic. how big of a discrepancy. I oh, mean, the magic. it's the magic. The yeah, magic. I mean, terrible I team. I hate the magic. But, I mean, the Blazers, they're a pretty ISO-heavy team with C.J. McCollum and, and uh, uh, Dame. But they, yeah. they ISO literally 10% less than the Rockets. Harden and Westbrook are first and second in player ISO frequency. Harden at 45.8% and Westbrook at 25%. I just feel bad for Russell Westbrook. I, I feel, feel, yeah. I feel Listen, I've been on such a roller coaster. Russell Westbrook is just like a podcast in himself. Like, you can yeah. talk about Russell Westbrook. Oh, yeah. I've been on a roller coaster ride with Russell Westbrook for his entire career. When he first came in the league, I was like, I hate this guy. Yep. This guy doesn't, like, he doesn't know. He doesn't know. Which is ironic because when he gets loud, he reminds me a lot of you. Oh, yeah. that's I love, see, I love playing. By the way, if we ever have, like, an account, like an Instagram account, whatever, I have to post that video of you where you did the, remember the, the, the dunk over yeah. the roof? And yeah. you go, yeah! You just I lose your mind. Yeah. No, I we get I get super excited. Um, Gio does not when he when he when he starts scoring and stuff in basketball. He, I'm like Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard, yeah, that's his favorite player. That's my favorite player. Yeah. But I don't know. Russell, uh, not that I don't. I I mean I love when players go crazy. You know, like I love when I just love stoicism. You know, I love. I mean, that's part of you know a component of why I love MJ. 
is like MJ was just so cool whenever he would hit a game-winning shot, especially in his older years. He would just do the little fist pump and just clench his jaw. And then you saw Kobe emulate him all the time, and Kobe would celebrate the same way. Um, I got to miss Kobe. But um, anyways, yeah, we could talk a lot about Westbrook and Harden. But Westbrook is so unlucky. The teams he's been a part of, yeah. just the, time, the, the timeline of his career. I, don't, I really don't fault the – I think it's one of the he's biggest what-if what That's another thing that we talked about is uh, people like uh, Charles Barkley, people that have, you know, have had great personal careers, yes, that have yeah. won MVPs, that won whatever, yeah. you know. Um, and I brought up that could be a discussion like, like with you. Another one's like MVPs Allen Iverson. never won a championship at yeah. AI. Steve Nash, yeah, uh, one of the greatest, in my opinion, one of the greatest point guards. Well, definitely top five, For in sure. my opinion. Absolutely. Steve Nash. Yeah. But he, that's the thing, I, you got to, when people put down some of these great all-time point guards, one of which, Kevin Johnson, in my opinion, I don't know about top ten, but he's up there. Top, what are your top five point guards of all time? Well, you got to put stuff up there. That's just automatic. Magic. That's number one. No, no, no. This is in no order. No order. Um, Magic, Steph, uh, uh, Zeke, Isaiah Thomas, um, Steve Nash. I want to put Steve Nash. I got to put Chris Paul. But what's weird, here's where I quibble with that, is you know me, I always prioritize winners and winning over anything else. Steve Nash, uh, Chris Paul, they have not won championships. Zeke won two, Magic won five. Um, Steph has won, what, three? But how can you possibly put Steve Nash over... And again, it's John Stockton, who, even if you... I read some crazy stat. Pistol Pete. Pistol Pete. But, I mean, but I read some crazy stat that was like, if you remove the last, like, five or X amount of seasons from Stockton's career, he would still be number one in assists. Well, he also played with Carl, Carl Malone. Yeah, the pick crazy. and roll. The pick and roll was it's just, crazy to me. you know. Talk about a, a franchise that could have been a dynasty if it weren't for the Chicago Bulls. Yeah. Jesus Christ. If it wasn't for the Chicago Bulls, look, my Heat would have won a championship way before. Ooh, I don't know about the Knicks, Listen. though. The Knicks, they were a problem for the Heat. They were a problem for the Heat. The Listen. Heat got past them once, though. They got past them in 95, and then they had to go up against uh, – um, um, our 97 season, that was one of our... That's yeah, yeah, and then the Bulls. And that was a great series. I know. They came back 3-0. I know. And then the Bulls just <laughs> embarrassed them, Listen. you know. <laughs> I, we, we got off topic. I was going to say something about being a leader. How heartbreaking. Actually. I just want to focus on that because you're a Heat fan. I want to break your heart a little bit. Well, that's cool. Just interrupt me. That's totally fine. <laughs> Wait, but no, keep, keep your thought in mind. But how? just empathize with those players. You come back 3-0. 3-0. I don't know how many teams in all of sports have come back 3-0 in a seven-game series. You come back 3-0, and you're fired up. Holy hell, we just beat the Knicks. Uh, but now we got to play the Bulls. But we can do this. We just won four games in a row. You're, like, charged up by that. And then I think they lost in, like, five games to the Bulls in 97. They only got one win. That was a just good team. How heartbreaking that was. Morning, that's another... There's just so many players from the 80s and 90s that are all-time greats, but because they never won very much, if at all, they go overlooked. 
Yeah. Alonzo Mourning, he's one of the greatest at his position. You know, not in, I wouldn't put him top five, but he was a problem. He'd be a challenge for any of the top five point guards, you know. So, not point guards, uh, uh, power forwards. He's a center. But he was, a, again, he was like an undersized center. He was, so? he was under seven foot. Dude. I don't know what it is with me and my bias towards What's centers. his name? I always uh, think seven foot and above. P.J. Tucker. What about him? He is the center for the Houston Rockets right now. I think the Rockets should go... That is the go, starting center. I think the Rockets should go even smaller just to be more laughable. Who are, who are they going to put? They're going to trade for Chris Paul, make him start at center? <laughs> yeah. And that Dude... We could, I could go on another rant right now. Right now, you just you just lit my fire of how undersized and boring the league is right now. Did we talk about that in the demo? I don't we even did. know if we're going to we publish did. the demo, but we'll publish. Our demo was an uh, all-time classic. I, I it was great. <laughs> it was great. A little short, half hour, just short yeah. and succinct, really good. But yeah, I hate this league. I hate. This is why I love the move that Kawhi did because he brought balance to the force. Especially in the in LA, you know, um, but teams now besides the two LA teams, and you could look at a few other teams, maybe, but really it's the two LA teams are the most traditional basketball teams as far as positions, because they do have bigs who have decent mid range games, but there's not every player on those teams are three point assassins. Who's the starting center for the Clippers? Is it Zub- Zubak? Zubak. He's the starting center. I think so. Yeah. Pretty sure. Well, he's pretty good. And it's such a '90s team. You got an Eastern European at the center position. You got a twin. Uh, I don't. Well, I don't even know if the '90s had many twins, like the Morris twins. Listen, that's why I think like that's that's why the superpowers in the the NBA, except for maybe what the Bucks, they Bucks, have like a pretty yeah. solid. That was center. something else. Did I send you that? That uh, it's from the fast break. That same. The same kind of like uh, graph or whatever the hell. Um, it was about there. It, wait, that's it. Yeah, no, that's not it. This makes for great radio, by the way. Great podcasting. Just listening to me think. So Gio wanted. He sent me a thing about how the Bucks should trade for Chris Paul, which is could it hurt? Literally, it's literally impossible. Yeah, I mean, it's not. Gonna, it's it's not going to hurt. It's not. It's not going to help. It's not going to happen. Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, because it's impossible. Uh, it is, but I'm saying that any we team stupid, would benefit. Stupid, stupid move. Any team would benefit from having Chris Paul on their team. And teams won't benefit from paying $35 is, million dollars a yes, year. Yes, that's why it will never like happen. 35 years that's old. where I agree with you. This is why I, I don't even know if I sent you this. Chris Middleton, in the seven games he's played without Giannis this season, averaged 29 points. This is unbelievable. 29 points, 6.6 rebounds, nearly six assists. All of that on 48.7% field goal percentage, 44% from the three, 56% efficient field goal percentage, and 95% from the free throw line. So when people say that Chris Middleton is just like, uh, he's just second to Giannis and he relies on Giannis, you are, and they won, what was it? And they won, and the Bucks went five and two. You consistently poop. You consistently poop on Chris Middleton. <laughs> I do? Yes, all the time. Well, as you know. Listen, As you know, I may look perfect. I'm really not. I don't want you to, you know, I don't want to mislead you because I, we've been friends for a while. but Very misleading. You know, I've, I've messed up in the past. I'm actually very heartbroken. 
But um, no. Listen, we've had an argument where you know, you're like, I, I look. Oh, I, who is Giannis's supporting cast? I'll be the first listen, to admit. Listen, li- okay. well, hold on. Let me All go right. on this rant. You All went right. on your bronze sexual rant. Listen, <laughs> there's Giannis, the MVP. Yeah. The superstar. Yeah. His second fiddle is Chris Middleton, who yeah. you just you said those stats when he yeah. when it was his team. He's taking over. Giving him his props. Giving him yes. His, yeah. Yes. That is that is the second man, an all star. Better late than never. Yeah. Listen, they have Brooke Lopez, the guy that everybody shits on all the time. Uh-huh. A guy that went from being a post scorer and just in the paint, traditional ninety center. Uh-huh. So just being a guy that shoots consistently forty percent from three, it just it just let lets it fly. Which is so one of the strange. best one of the one of the best uh, uh, defenders, perimeter defenders, and somebody that can stretch the floor for the Bucks. It's fantastic. He's a great passing center. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. he's nothing special, but he's just like consistent all the time. He's yep. great. Can yep. score inside, outside. Um, what's his name? Eric Bledsoe, their mm-hmm. point guard. He's just, he's just like an animal. He can give you buckets. He's not, you know, he's not the best defensively, not the best passer, but he can give you buckets at any point. He's a great, great point guard to have. He's not yeah. the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, Chris Paul would be an upgrade, but who are you going to trade for $35 million a year? This would be a good segue, not to, not to interrupt you, but this would be a good segue into talking about, okay, the championship contenders. And they had Malcolm Brogdon last year. Imagine if they kept him this year. They would have been, oh my god. That was god. insane. Why'd they insane. get rid of him? Who'd they get for Brogdon? Um, McDonavich. Bohan Bogdanovich. No, he went to the Jazz. They got a... Uh, who did they get? And if only we had the power of the internet. TJ Warren? No, TJ Warren's on the Pacers. Dang. Who did the Bucks get? If we only we were should've... smart enough to use the supercomputers that oh, we have. You know. Man. Sorry guys, um, bears, bear, bear with us. But uh, they have a shooter. They have a shooter. This is making for great radio. They have Thanasis <laughs> Antetokounmpo. Okay, so look, they have Kyle Korver. One of the one, one of the, the greatest, greatest three yeah. point shooters ever. Um, Ilyasova, which is a breeze, he lets it fly all the time. Yeah. Um, Robin Lopez, who's a bum. Uh, who am I thinking of? See, this is, this is what I wanted to talk about. Of the championship teams, the teams that are in line for talks to be in the finals. So who is that? That's the Bucks for sure in the East, the Heat in the East. Those are really the only two teams in the East, I would say. Maybe the Celtics, but I don't know, especially now with the break. Because those young guns, they rely on momentum. A guy like Jason Tatum, I don't know if I can see him returning right back to form. Um, because... I, I don't know. Historically, younger players rely on... They're so inexperienced. And this is like his breakout season, Jason Tatum. Um, I think he he's gonna, he would need that momentum, the momentum that he had prior to uh, the, the shutdown. Um, so I, you know, realistically, I think it's going to be Heat and Bucks in the Eastern Conference Finals. That would be amazing. Well, it also depends on how we come back. They can have like a... Yeah. 24-team playoff, a 20-team playoff. Yeah, I've been hearing about that. The Heat can play, the, like, uh... And you the, heard, did you hear about what Dame said? Dame said he's not even going to play. Yeah. I, I can't... Okay. I can't fault him He wasn't going to be in the playoffs anyways. That's the thing, I can't fault him for that, you know? Um, anyway, so, all right. Let's just say 
I think it's kind of BS that uh, they like the league is definitely going to try to push for Zion to be in the playoffs. What? Um, well, there's first of all, there's rumors all over the place that they're definitely going to try to get Zion in the playoffs because I mean, what? It's Zion. What? It's money. It's money. It's LeBron James Jr. Zion's LeBron James Jr. It's money Jr. That's what it is. Money Jr. Honestly, I think he's more of like a Charles Barkley Jr. More athletic. Not in terms of skill and like it's I'm talking about like the face of the league, somebody who's going to be the brand. Marketability. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree with that. They're they're gonna do whatever they and it sucks, but you know, everybody was gonna wanna see Zion in the playoffs. That kid's gotta go on some weight watchers. I'm telling you, it will be so crazy. And that's another thing. Is some of these players like uh, Jokic, mm-hmm. Zion, people like I, I can't. Luka. You think Luka's fat? Oh, that's what you were talking about? I think that if these players like that went to an organization, like a high-class organization that trains you, whips you into shape. Like the Miami Heat, Zion, if for any reason you're listening Miami. to this. We have a better chance of winning the lottery than Zion Williamson listening to this. But Zion, if you are, the Heat is a great organization. They're a winning organization. Well, they might not have enough salary cap space after we sign Giannis in the um, <laughs> 2021 free agency class. Yeah. So. yeah, yeah. Also, their mascot is not a pelican. <laughs> Literally the worst. Literally the worst. I thought Hornet was bad, but... Uh, yeah, but at least a swarm moved. of hornets. A they swarm moved. of hornets is pretty deadly. You know? They moved to New, New Orleans. Yeah. And they hey, changed it to something, something ask worse. Me what, what do, ask me what I think. The first thing I think of when I think of the town of New Orleans. Just ask me. No. It's, not, it's not a trick question. Just ask me what's the first thing I think of. What, do you, what is the first thing you think of? Pelicans, of course. Isn't that obvious? Obviously pelicans and not jazz. <laughs> That name was taken for some reason. I, yeah, yeah. In Utah. In. What do you think you, is the worst yeah, name? Dude, what do you no. think is the worst name? The Pelicans? I would say. That. Why are you I'm, yelling? Why are you yelling? Because I'm getting riled up. Okay, the Jazz. They're. Who's a good boy? They're, Who's a good boy? <laughs> they're Jazz. They're back. The, 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 the picture or whatever. The, 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 you know, like the Heat have the. Ball on fire, whatever. What would you call that? The logo? The heat, yes. the, the, whatever. Mountains. How the hell do the Utah mountains relate at all to the jazz presence in Utah? Let me ask you that. It's the most nonsensical. That, there's, there's not a jazz presence in Utah. Let me make Sorry. that crystal clear to anybody listening to this. There's no jazz presence in the state of Utah. What? Do, do you think they moved? They, they probably moved from somewhere. Just like the Los Angeles Lakers. There's more incest the La- in the state of Utah than, than jazz. What do you want them to be called? The Utah incest? The Utah incest. The incestuals. That's, that's the, that should be their name. <laughs> like the Incredibles, but the incestuals. You know? It makes, that's my least favorite by the so, way. Okay, so it I makes have no answer. sense. I have the answer. Okay, Just like me. I predicted. Tell um, me. I Googled. Actually, it's on Answers.com. Okay. Why are the Utah Jazz called the Utah Jazz? They are originally from New Orleans. No shit. Yeah. Home of jazz music. They moved to Utah. But they were too the lazy to change their their effing name. Okay. What about the Lakers then? 
Well, that goes back to uh, the Minneapolis Lakers, and obviously because the the lake, the, the LA lakes, yeah, the, the LA Great lakes. lakes, yeah. So there, at least there's some roots there. There's there's roots and there's logic what to that. What are you talking about? There's roots from New Orleans. But they're not in New Orleans anymore. The, la- the Los Angeles is not in Minnesota. Yes, but I got to give... It's literally the same thing. I gotta, it is, but at least the Lakers kind of... I mean, How? they're a dynasty. They're a dynasty. You got to give, give them a bit dynasty of a pass. Dynasty or not. You gotta get, but you got to Dyn- give them a listen, bit of... Their listen, uniforms look pretty listen. good. You know? <laughs> Just slap G on the face. I didn't. Don't. Do it again. Don't be afraid. Do it again. Do it again. No. No. I'm halfway there. <laughs> We're halfway there. Whoa! I don't, I don't even. I don't get the reference. But that was. I'm ashamed at how dorky. I am actually very ashamed. That was. Yeah. Yeah. Should okay. we cancel the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Never mind, guys. We'll try again. But okay. Yes. Year. The Lakers. But they got away with it because they're the Lakers. Yeah, but you can't. You, no. No. They're the Lakers. No, no, they're, no. They're purple and gold. They're royalty. They're royalty. There's a lot of teams that have done that. What's another bad name for a team? Let's go through them. Hey, how you Let's doing? It's going Good on. to see you too. Yeah. Um, it's our second guest. So that'd be probably our fourth guest. We've had yeah. a few people. There's a lot of guests. We've had a few people yeah. roll through. Our favorite so far has definitely been the. Elijah one guy. That was before we started recording. Yeah. Um, I don't know. What are some bad... T- magic, maybe? There's nothing... Ma- I mean, God, this is coming from somebody who's lived in Orlando. There's nothing magical about living in Orlando. Like, I always... Like, nothing at all. I went on this rant in our demo, and um, I will always stand by the statement is the magic should not exist. At all. And it's not because I'm a Heat fan. Everybody knows it's, it's a Miami No, it, yeah, it has nothing to do with the Heat because the Magic have it's never been competition pointless, at all. It's a pointless organization. Yeah. So, sorry, Orlando fans. Yep. Um, they only exist because of Disney World. They can't keep a star player to save their life. They just... They're always mediocre. And mediocre teams are the worst. They are, mediocre teams Mediocrity are the worst. Mediocrity is the worst. I would rather I would rather follow the Knicks. Not yeah. be a fan, not be a fan of the Knicks because that's just, I'm not insane, okay? How would, much, wait, wait, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get wait just real quick. How much self loathing do you have to have to be a Knicks fan? Okay, continue, sorry. I would rather follow the Knicks because at least there's excitement. And, and you know you can you can there's culture you can make fun of them you yeah. can ridicule yeah. Knicks fans you can be in well, on the joke a team that's mediocre you're in on the joke it, it, if it, uh, <laughs> okay so imagine you're a fan of a mediocre team okay and you listen you watch ESPN you you listen to podcasts you listen to the sports radio yeah yeah nobody talks about your team yeah. Nobody talks about the Charlotte Hornets. Nobody talks about the Orlando Magic. Nobody talks about who? Who else? The uh, Hawks. Well, now people talk about the Hawks. Pacers. Now. Pacers are all. They've well, always now, been. Now the Pacers are pretty good, but yeah, but they're not a contender for the finals. You know. But the, at least they've always had like a, like a superstar that to make them kind of relevant. Yeah, like maybe that's like the a, thing. They've always been kind Reggie of relevant. Reggie Miller, uh, Jermaine O'Neal. That a, 98 Paul George, Pacers Danny team. Granger. That 98 Pacers team was probably the best Pacers team ever. 98 with Reggie Miller? Yeah, yeah. 
Got Mark Jackson. Choking was, emoji. Oh, God. Reggie Miller. Underrated player. Yeah. It, uh, that, that brings me back to people that, uh, that people always forget about, like James Harden. People are going to forget James Harden, I'm telling you. I hope to God they do. I hope to God they do. Yeah. He is... This is coming from somebody who would lose handedly in a one-on-one game to James Harden. Well, I mean, I wouldn't score one point. He's a bum. <laughs> I hope that laugh goes viral. I hope somebody like somebody takes that just, out of our podcast and just makes it go viral. I just hope people can hear the irony in my voice when I say that. Obviously, he's a great player, but when you look at... The, the, this is boring to watch. This is boring to watch. I mean, all he does is try to uh, collect as many fouls as possible. He step back three-point jump shots, whatever, and and then he does that stupid uh, celebration right after he stirs the pot. What is it does called? Does he still do that? I yeah. Like I haven't seen him do that in like three yeah. years. I think you forget way back early in the podcast when he said he's a douche. He's still a douche. He still does that, you know? Yeah, but he's like, like some, some people make being a douche cool <laughs> you know like i don't know like like kevin garnett biggest douche of all time oh biggest one of one of of first first ballot hall <laughs> but, of fame douche but first ballot hall of fame douche. i mean unless he's unless he's doing it against your team or like joe kim noah the ultimate troll oh like my God. being a heat fan i'll never forget him ultimate clapping, troll that looks clapping, like a troll <laughs> clapping at lebron yeah, like and yeah, yeah. yelling at mario lance Chalmers. stevenson yeah, like those those guys make being a being being a douche like fun and yeah. entertaining to look well, at. Well, because they have charisma. But Harden, that's Harden has zero charisma. He's got nothing to him except for that goddamn beard of his. Literally, if he had a Tinder profile, he, I, no one beard. would match with him. Nobody would match with him. Why? A barber. You're a confusing looking black dude. Oh, wait, are you Middle Eastern or are you black? What's with the What's weird? Oh, I'm getting in trouble for this. <laughs> but, dude. It's another pick. thing going viral. <laughs> I just, I, he's, look, there's a, he's never, this is not even a hot take. This is not a hot, hot take, what I'm going to say. He's never going to win a championship. Not with his play style. When I talk, when we talk about portability, and I've said this to you before, portability in the sense of taking that player and, transporting him into another team and dropping him in and say, oh, we're, we're pretty good on time. And tra- transporting that player into another team's offense without disrupting the, that team's offense, he's one of the least portable players. One of the most is Steph Curry because he made the league into what it is now. Yeah. Now every team plays the way the Warriors play. Yeah. So he's like an A-plus on portability. Harden is like an F because the whole offense has to revolve around you. It's like LeBron James, but more obnoxious. Way more obnoxious. And, and LeBron is an extremely versatile, one yeah. of the most, if not the yeah. most versatile player in the whole league. Right. So he can do a lot on the team. Even if the team does revolve around LeBron, he can do a lot. So, but Harden can only do one thing. That's it. Steph, and before anybody, I love how I'm saying it as if like, people are going to actually like, email us or message us and say, like, well, I, like, we don't have a fan following. I'll but, email you. <laughs> I'll email you and be like, when You're a people, douche, just like James Harden. <laughs> <But> when, <laughs> when people say, when people say that, oh, but Steph and Harden are so similar, they're just jack up three point shot. That's not true at all. Steph is so mobile on the court; he's always moving, and 
making his defense work and therefore making his own offense move at all times. They're always moving. Yeah. Harden's offense, the Houston Rockets offense, which is in part fault and fault to Mike D'Antoni, they just stand around. They just stand around and wait for either Westbrook to miss a shot or Harden to miss a shot. They get the rebound, pass it back out to Harden or Westbrook. It's the most boring offense to watch in the whole league. Do you think? Do you think? And one if, of the worst defenses. Say, too. All right, hypothetical. Say Mike D'Antoni gets fired. Okay. He should. He ruined <laughs> you, Kobe Bryant's wish, later years. I wish you guys. Who's making Kobe seen. average what forty six minutes per game at like what thirty eight years old, forty years old? Mike D'Antoni. Yeah, dude. Mike D'Antoni never coached Kobe. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. No, he didn't. Yeah, he did. Mike D'Antoni. Mike D'Antoni. Okay, wait. Mike yeah. D'Antoni coached the Suns. But he also coached Kobe. Mike D'Antoni coached the Lakers? Yes. I got to Google this. I got to... Mike... I got to Google this. Wait. Mike Dan apostrophe because it's Italian. Uh, uh, coach... I do not remember that at all. I might be wrong, but I just... He coached the Knicks... He was hired by the Lakers seven games into the 12-13 season. In 16, he was named head coach of the Rockets. So at some point, I don't know when. But yeah, he coached the Lakers. He resigned in 14. So for two seasons. Two seasons he coached the Lakers. And it was during those two seasons is when he tore his Achilles. That's when, dude, he just overplayed Kobe. He overplayed him. Kobe was playing way too, and I'm sure part of that's Kobe too, because Kobe would probably want yeah. to play as many minutes as possible. But, which, but do you think? Do you think a lot of it is on James Harden? Do you think he would be more receptive to taking on a more team-friendly approach to the game if he got like a new coach? Um, say, okay, say um, say Greg Popovich. This would never happen. Say Greg never. Popovich came to the Rockets. Do you think how how man you, you know what I mean how do, first of all do you think he would be more more receptive to that type of approach and how would he fare in a system like that I would hope he'd be receptive because you got to every player in the league loves Greg Popovich yeah. and they all know that he's one of the greatest coaches of all so time. So if you have Greg Popovich come in as a coach. I think any and player Hold on, would, hold on, hold on. Go ahead. If you have Greg Popovich come in as your coach mm. and everybody knows Pop's system. Mm. Everybody knows it works. It's a great system. Mm-hmm. Like when we play pickup, everybody knows. You guys, if you play basketball and you're playing pickup and you're just making crisp passes, you, you're having fun as a team. You're finding the open man every time. No one goes, this is boring. That's the funnest type of basketball you can possibly Ever. play. Which is why we love playing Nobody, with older yeah, people because exactly. they know how to play right. team basketball. Um, do you think James, like if James Harden was not like that, not approve of that, or not be receptive to that, mm-hmm. he would be the ultimate douche, right? Without a doubt. Do you, but do you think he would actually complain? No, you can't complain when you have Pop as Would a coach. he complain or comply? If you have an answer, email us at... <laughs> I'm just kidding. But, I'll send uh, up an email. Huh? We should, we should come I'll up email. with an email. No, but we should have it. like, Gio's a douche. 69, 69. Yeah. Um, but... <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. I think 
Harden has yet to have a great coach. That would be another discussion. How many great players have yet to have a great coach? But see, I feel, I feel I think like Mike D'Antoni's was system, LeBron's only solid goal. Mike D'Antoni's coach. system isn't bad. Listen, hear, hear me out. Go isn't it. bad yeah, yeah. Yeah. if the whole team, like, to a T, is built for it. The rock. If you have the right pieces that are like on board, say like the Spurs have their system, everybody's on board for that system, and they're built for that system. Yeah, you can't have like James Harden and Chris Paul, you know, because Chris Paul is just gonna stand there and be like, "What the hell," you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah. Perfect example when Mike D'Antoni is the coach of the Suns, they had Steve Nash, Sean Marion, Stoudemire, Joe Johnson, Stoudemire. Yeah, all of those guys. Ran up and down the floor, no problem, and they loved just, sharing the ball. That was his best. They team. were clicking like that. That was. I think that yeah, was the I, peak of Mike D'Antoni. I think. I agree, and I think D'Antoni, just like any coach, I'm not discrediting him at all, but just like any coach, I think D'Antoni needs the right pieces to assemble a great offense. Yeah. He and I just feel like you can't have such a big ego for such a. Fluid, I guess. Such a shitty mustache. I'm not a big fan of his mustache. Actually, it's a, it's, a, it's a pretty strong mustache. What's the bus mustache? Steven Adams? Yeah, but no, I'm talking just pure mustache. Only the mustache. Sometimes he has a mustache. He's versatile. I love Steven Adams. I love Steven Adams, too. Talk about one of the most loved players in the league. Everybody loves him. Should come to the Heat. You want every player to nah, go. No, he wouldn't fit our system. No, he, he wouldn't. Got bam, baby. You got to get, yeah, you got to get Giannis. You got to get Giannis. Giannis and bam. He That's would all look we need. so good in that uniform. He would look so good in the Heat uniform. Yeah. And I, I can't say that for everybody. Not everybody would look good in the Heat uniform. Who would look terrible in a Heat uniform? Trey Young. I cannot see him in a Heat uniform. For, well, first of all, let me get this straight. Trey Young. What, what are you doing, man? Give him some slack. Why, dude? He's a rookie. Dude. He's figuring it out. Not every player. <laughs> what, is that, what is that hair? Does he try to, does he try oh, to make it look that. like that? Are you talking about? Yeah, no, that does hair. Does he try to yeah, have no, that no, facial no. hair? Yeah, no, that hair, that hair is missing a chromosome. Or it's got extra chromosome. It's a, that hair is a bag rep Publix. Let's just say that. His hair of his is a do bag rep Publix. Do you think he'll change it? And for those who don't get the reference, I'm saying his hair is our word. You know, oh, come on, man. This, see, this is this is why we can't have a podcast. Bagger at Publix. That's the joke. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, what are we at? Are we Almost an hour off? now. Oh, 58, 30. 58 minutes. Left. So an hour. Yeah, pretty, pretty good. good. Pretty solid. That fucking flew by. Sorry, part of my language. Yeah. Well, listen. That might have been the only f bomb of the whole thing. I That's think fine. I, I think I, we got like thirty seconds. I left. think I squoze that in. That's a reference to Carl Pilkington for anybody who knows that. No one knows that. No one. Listen. Knows that. Yeah. So. Yeah. Next time we're gonna try to make it more, uh, more current. Uh, try to keep as we go along. I think it'll be beneficial to like kind of keep up with what's going on in the NBA. Obviously, we're gonna you know take it back to the '60s, '70s, '80s, '90s, just because we have extra time to do so. It's quarantine; nothing's really happening. But I'm sure the playoffs are gonna start in a month or two. So, you know what I would love to do? This is just a last like little. Um, also, I- Twitter takes. Twitter takes, I would, yeah, because yes, there's takes. too there's too many to not react. Yes, to. but what I'd love to do is go through the 
the evolution of basketball from the very beginning and look at how the rules changed, what players Peach or teams. Baskets. Huh? Peach baskets. Yeah, starting right from yeah. Maysmith and the Peach Baskets. So what brand were the Peach Baskets? That's our first question. Hey, let me ask you I'm real quick before we sign off. Wilson or Spalding, how do you feel about that? I have never thought about it. So when I read the news that they were switching over to uh, Wilson, I, 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 I couldn't imagine. You were shell-shocked. Yeah. yeah. I've personally never used a Wilson basketball. You have, like an Evo. You use an Evo. Yeah, I keep forgetting that yeah. Evolution is a... Uh, I'm not a huge Wilson. fan of Evos. I know a lot of people are. I think I they're just, am. They're I just think there's time. better... I'm a fan. I just think there's better for the price. I agree. Like this the one weight. that's right behind me. The, yeah. The Molten European Ball. The, what's, the, what's the name of it? The G, GG7X. It's like an indoor-outdoor ball. I'm sure you guys are Googling this as we speak right yeah. now. All, All two of our of listeners. Yeah. As, as long as I email Shane, I Shane, <laughs> Shane, as good as you are, you would be even better with this Molten GG7X. If Molten would like to sponsor us, only forty nine ninety nine right now. <laughs> you can contact us at uh, uh, GiovanniMorzuka at gmail dot com. Okay. What if we got, got sponsored by Molten? <laughs> what if they heard and they sued us for using their name inappropriately? But no, what? Inappropriately, I'm giving them props. This is the best basketball yeah, I've ever like, had. Remember when Mac Miller made a song called Donald Trump and Donald Trump said, Yeah, but he was making you. money. He was making money off of that. So? We're not making money off this podcast. Right. So, what was, what was Donald Trump going to do? Make a song to call Donald Trump and make money off of that? Knowing Donald Trump, he probably would have found a way. You know, That's true. I got to be careful, though, because we're, we're at a country club. There's if a bunch you, of rich you, old white Republicans. If you say anything bad about Donald you're Trump, you're going to get lynched. No, I heard about a flamethrower being pulled out uh, last weekend. Did you see that guy with a, with a hunting bow? What? The, yeah, at all the protesters. Uh, this is getting ridiculous. All the, all the protests, the guy came in with a hunting bow, and he was, like, loading it up, and then everybody <laughs> attacked him. It's a pretty crazy video, guys. Okay, it yeah, that should, be the, that's the, um, that should be the exclamation mark. Yeah. A hunting bow. <laughs> guys, we'll try to, what, like, once a week we'll try to... Re- See, yeah, a, once a week yeah, is a good. Because we still got to try yeah. to edit and stuff. So yeah, um, we got to figure. This is all that new out. to us, so if the quality sucks, it's you know. It's we're both we we're do. both technologically challenged. Uh, yes. yes, that's a polite way of putting it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. All right, guys, signing off. But Thanks. I wish you could see us because we're both a couple of handsome devils. We are. Yeah. I'm not gonna reveal our faces to you until like five years from now, so you guys can be shocked. Why? Five years, I'll probably have like no hair. Probably. You'll also be a lot quicker after the military at doing things. Like, Gio, like, I'll be like, oh, oh Gio, today, let's that hang was out. the dryer. The dryer no, not was today, taking forever. just in general. Just in general, general. I know. Gio, I'll be I like, agree let's hang you. out. And then he'll take five hours to get out of bed. That's my biggest. And the military, yeah. since he's going to the military? That's going to get stamped Yeah, out I can't real wait until he comes back from the military and I ask him to hang out and he's going to be ready like in two seconds. That's that's Well, what no, I'm now, now that you've said that, that's I'm going to I'm going to revert right back to my Because military people revert right back when they come back, right? That's That's what they're known for. And on that note, on that note, thank you for listening, guys. If you listen, this is the working title Talking Basketball with Gio and Yaro. That was the double team. Is it the double team? Okay, this is the oh, double I team. This is, hey, shut up. This is the double team with Gio and Yaro. We'll see you next Yaro week. Yaro Slav, say the Slav. Yeah, oh God. Okay, take 3,000. This is the double team with Gio and Yaroslav.
See you next week. Bye. Bye.